Wise, listen to me. Sure. Wolverine is perfect. James McAvoy, excellent. Sir Patrick Stewart, excellent. Sir Ian McKellen, perfect. Michael Fassbender, excellent. Everything else is garbage. Okay, hold, uh, let me clarify that. Yeah. The original cast of the first two X-Men movies, I'll have you. You're awesome. Mm. Days of Future Past, also awesome. First class, I'll give it to you. You guys were pretty damn good too. Oh yeah. Everything else was shit. I didn't like it. Including Logan. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, those are separate for me. Those like Wolverine has his own thing going on the side. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Hear me out though. Kelsey Grammer as the Beast. De- X Men Last Stand. I didn't even know that was Kelsey Grammer. But it's so good. <laughs> he is really good. <laughs> I didn't like when I saw that. Like at that time, Kelsey Grammer was old. That's oh, fair. Dude. That's that's pretty so well. So when he was jumping around as the beast, I was like, I, I did not see him being able to do that, and he pulled it off really well. Fair, fair. To be fair, how old is Kelsey Grammer at the moment? I think he's actually pretty old. <laughs> he is old. Yeah. Uh, I I will agree with you though. Uh, first two X Men movies are pretty good. Uh, the second one, I think, yeah. is very good. It's better than the first, and it's better than the rest, except for maybe. First class. And first class, yeah. Well, I don't know about... Oh, see. Okay. We can get to Days of Future Past. (laughs) So first two X-Men obviously are good. Um, Third X-Men, The Last Stand. Not everyone's cup of tea. Okay, so Kelsey Grammer is 65 years old at the time of this podcast. So that means he was, what, late 50s by the time we'd... Yeah. ...watched him in Last Stand. Age. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) <laughs> the hell of a casting choice to put him as beast though. I appreciate it though like really if you think yeah. about it it's, it's really good I actually I'll be honest I'm not a fan of the young beast casting what's his name he uh, dated Nicholas Jennifer Holt. that's the one yeah yeah, I, yeah I but to be he fair he also spent too much time out of costume yeah I think he played a pretty good Hank Pym and his he's not Hank Pym becoming, that's Ant-Man I, oh sorry Hank um McCoy. Hank McCoy. My bad. <laughs> Sorry, people are going to get mad at me for that. They better. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, it's just a Hank part again. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, uh, Hank McCoy. He plays a really good young Hank McCoy. And I really like what they did with the feet, with the foot thing and then him trying to cure... I think it's physical. McCoy. Hang on. Yeah, it is. I'm doubting myself no, now. But is. That, they are, that is a Star Trek thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so I like the fact that he was trying to develop a serum to help mutants hide any physical mutations. No sure. mutants could like just go about their daily lives and you wouldn't know. Yeah. And uh, I like the way that he transitioned and had to now accept himself the way that he was. I don't like the final beast costume in first class. That's fair. It, it, it does look just a little off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think they got better and... Um, My problem is not to be funny, but... So after First Class, which is a fantastic movie, I think, yeah. um, on the whole, um, uh, like Days of Future Past is him, he's like, okay, one of my issues with Days of Future Past is the whole, oh, I created a serum that suppresses your mutant. Yeah. I got issues with that. Xavier shouldn't have been walking. I think he could have still been very depressed and in a wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would have arguably made it even more depressing for yeah. him. Um, that was a weird one, a weird choice for them to make him walking. 
I yeah, I think it was maybe to give a greater separation to um, between Patrick Stewart and yes. James McAvoy. Because not to be funny, but I don't know if like I don't know what the plans were post first class. Yeah. Like I don't think they were gonna quite go that route. That's why they put him in the wheelchair. Yeah. Whereas I think if they'd been like, oh, we're gonna do this later on, I don't think they would have quite yeah done, structured it like that. Although, still, I really enjoy that scene from First Class where Magneto deflects the bullet into his spine. Yeah, I think it's really is, well done. Yeah, that is an excellent backstory, an excellent reason for his paralysis and stuff. Yeah. Good, but to be fair, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, dude. Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy. Like, excellent chemistry. See, thing is, after Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen, how do you follow it up? And they did it. <laughs> okay, and they did it well because I seriously put them on par with those two older actors. Yo. And they showed it off in Days of Future Past, especially one of my favorite scenes out of X-Men is James McAvoy talking to Patrick Stewart in Days of Future Past, where they're just having that like mind-melding chat through Logan. Mm. Oh, it's so good, dude. Yo. This movie's all really good. Um, <clears throat> some of them, some parts of them. There are frustrating moments in everything. That's true, though. I'll give you that. Um, yeah, Last Stand's not great, I'll be honest. Um, oh, like it's no, yeah. They seem to have a problem with Dark Phoenix, though. They can't do it right, because Dark Phoenix is... Um, it is an Infinity War endgame for the X-Men. That is their... Yeah, fair. Like, and so is Apocalypse. Apocalypse also is one of their worst villains of all time. Yeah. And what's weird for me that I only just thought about now is the fact that like, those young X-Men grow up, and they never face a threat like Apocalypse, and yet they would... Oh. Nice. Sorry. Well done. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the young X-Men end up being, like, end up facing these more hectic threats when they're younger, so it's weird that when they're older they have, like, no memory, no one ever speaks about Apocalypse, and I understand the timeline <laughs> thing, but like you <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I see where you're going, but I think, I think the whole thing with Days of Future Past though was that everything post this movie was is now retcon. Literally, yeah. Because yeah. I think that's why First Class. There's a lot of things we were like, eh, that doesn't quite line up. But you can sort of breeze past it. But I think from Days of Future Past onwards, it's pretty much this is the new timeline. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Fair enough. Um, There's also that really funny thing at how um, so Ian McKellen and so Patrick Stewart aged like 60 years in, oh, dude. in that 10 year age gap. They've got, okay, let's be real, they've got nothing on Obi-Wan, okay? <laughs> Obi-Wan went from like Ewan McGregor in his 40s to like an aged, like Alec Guinness over <laughs> a 19 year period. A 19 year period, guys. <laughs> 19 years. How how harsh is Tatooine? Yeah. <laughs> like, they don't they have two sons? They do that's have two sons. Surely, surely. <laughs> that's, that's melanoma, and that's that's what happened. Goodness. <laughs> I feel bad making Captain jokes. Fair <laughs> enough. No, that that that's fair. Um. Well, okay, let's talk Wolverine because that's kind of tangential because Hugh Jackman actually had didn't he have melanoma? I think. Yeah, yeah, he does have uh, skin cancer, and yeah. Yeah, he got rid of it, or he beat it or something, didn't he? I, I'll be honest, I didn't keep up with 
I feel like one of the reasons why you couldn't do more X-Men stuff is because of it. Nah, dude, it's because he's old, he's dude. Old, dude. Old, yeah. Like, I want you to think about this, Ewan. Since we were kids, he's been playing Wolverine. Yeah. It's weird that, like, he got... He's been Wolverine almost our entire lives, so far. Yeah. We've had more years of him being Wolverine than years without him being Wolverine. <laughs> Just think about that. That's crazy. Okay. He, he was the most ripped when he was my dad's age. <laughs> That's crazy as well. That's yeah. uh, what the Wolverine... Yeah. Yeah. He is jacked in that movie, though. Yeah. I didn't like that movie at first, because I didn't really understand it. I didn't... Like, I'd never heard of the Silver Samurai when I watched that movie. Oh, fair. So then I was kind of disappointed at the villain, because I didn't know it. I didn't know who the big bad was, which is always upsetting for me, because I'm supposed to be... I'm supposed to be a nerd. I'm supposed to know these things. <laughs> Solid. So then after, like, um, going back and learning a little bit about Silver Samurai, I enjoyed that film a lot more. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting, because there was a lot of Silver Samurai fans who criticized that film, because he's not like that in the comics. No. Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Which, I mean, I, I heard of the Silver Samurai when I watched the movie, like, sure. But I think on the whole, the movie was fine. I think it did the same thing that Origins did, where it kind of just fell apart by the third act. Yeah. Not to be funny, but like it was doing really well up until that Silver Samurai like CG thing came yes. out. Yeah, agreed. I didn't like the the big Silver Samurai. Um, yeah. But I appreciated the film as a whole more after doing a little bit. And of it movie. still got one of my favorite deleted scenes ever. Right. What's that? Haven't you seen it? It's the one where, um, so you know how the film like ends with him getting on the plane and then... Oh, well, oh, oh, with the case. And then he opens the case yes. and it's just the classic Wolverine suit inside, dude. 100%, I love that shit. Yeah, because then the little metal remains of his claws are there as part of it. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I enjoyed that as well, Al. That was that pretty sick. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we never got to see that version, but like... Which, at the same time, I do understand. Because don't, I don't think he would have looked particularly great in it. Well, that's my thing. It looks. Mask. Well, the thing is, it yeah. looks good in the case. Yeah. But like, I don't. I don't. It's one of those oh. things where you're like, I respect <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah. That's nice. That was nice that you put it in there. Yeah. Having said that, though, first class did show that you could go with the more like X many costumes over the like early two thousands dark oh, leather. My goodness, I can't tell you how much how much frustration I have about the X Men suits. <laughs> X Men one and two, the original ones where they have the leather type suits. Yeah, like, with just the like piping and the highlighting yeah. of their color. Yeah. Like I didn't mind that. That looked really cool, and you can't you couldn't have made a more campy suit back then. Because during the 2000s, they were going in a dark direction, and it suited what they were doing. First sure. class, they had those OG X-Men suits. Which I, I appreciated that. that shit. Oh, then my God. In, um, at the end of Days of Future Past, or at the end of Apocalypse, actually, they gave the young cast their OG suits. Did they? Yeah, they had the... Um, uh, oh, is that when they're in the danger room and Mystique yes. like walks... Oh, yeah. yes. Then they had their OG suits where Nightcrawler's got the red and the black. <coughs> uh, Mystique has got the Oh, black. yeah, with the white. Yeah, yeah I remember that. They, had, they got their OG suits. And then what blows my mind, baffles me, oh, yeah. is how they got such a fucking... Um, degrade? What, what downgrade? Downgrade. <laughs> there you go. Holy shit, how they got such a downgrade in Dark Phoenix. 
Those suits become the OG suits, but shittier than the ones they had in the first half despite the budget. Wait, wait, wait. When you say OG suits, which ones are we talking about? Are we talking like 2000s X-Men or the yellow and blue? Yellow and blue from comics OG. Uh, X-Men suits. Wait, did they go back to that? Spoiler, I didn't watch Dark Phoenix. I was, I was done with it. I will, point. I will find you the Dark Phoenix suits and you will look at them and you go, what the fuck was the creative choice behind this? Oh, fantastic. Because, not to be funny, but after Apocalypse, I was kind of like... See, the thing with Apocalypse for me is, because the thing that was keeping me going was James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender as Xavier and Magneto, respectively, right? Look at that sad tracksuit. That isn't great. Oh my god. (laughs) Wait, just that trash compared to the first class uniforms. Come on. No, I enjoyed that first class uniform now. Um, How could they go from that to this? It's a zipper. It doesn't even fit them. Yeah, that does, that's not a flattering... Oh, I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, you're and right. In, um, in Apocalypse, they also have the flight suits, right? How do the flight suits fit everyone perfectly? <laughs> How did you know there would be that number of women who needed breast room? Fair. Hey, careful. That's a sensitive subject these days, apparently. Why? Oh, didn't you hear about all the stuff that went on with the Mandalorian? Oh, why they would have female breastplates? Literally, yeah. Because women have boobs. Yeah, apparently people don't realize that. It's weird. Why, <laughs> why is that controversial? <laughs> I don't know. Everything's controversial in this day and age. But you, you, what, like, bikinis are supposed to be one size? <laughs> Just <laughs> See, okay, now we're breaching into territory I can't speak effectively <laughs> on. <laughs> let's, let's reel it back to the X-Men. Like, what, what, like, you have memory left. What are you supposed to do? <laughs> you can't just expect all of them to, like, flat chest themselves into male armor. No fair. Uh, I th- although, if you're gonna go on to that armor subtopic, that I think the problem is, it's like, oh, why is it so scantily clad armor compared to male armor? And then it's like, well... Fair enough. Fair, yeah. I can't fight you on that. That was creative decisions not made by me. Yeah, fair. Um, I suppose, moral of the story, guys. So what if you need boob space? (laughs) That's fine. Um, Back to the X-Men, though. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think I was talking about Apocalypse. Oh, yes. I was talking... They squeezed the last bit of care I had for... Michael Fassbender and James McAvoy in that movie, if I'm honest. Because, uh, like, again, First Class, they did a phenomenal job. Days of Future Past, I really enjoyed them in. In Apocalypse, Magneto was going in circles. He was, it was the whole thing, I've got a family now, I'm trying to be normal, I'm hiding my mutation, family's died, I'm gonna fuck humanity. (laughs) Like... They need to stop doing that to him. They really, like... (laughs) You give like give him his island, <laughs> like give him Dark Phoenix. Well, that's just pointless. <laughs> they, they give it to him, and then um, uh, who's it now? Um, aliens, I believe. Isn't it? Oh, they are aliens, but um, <laughs> Jean Grey comes to visit him at the island looking for help. Yeah. And um, he goes, "Why are you here?" And she's like, "I can't control the darkness inside me." And he's like, "Cool, I can help with that." Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I've been through the darkness. Yeah. And then um, the government shows up, and they're like, "Did she tell you that she killed Mystique?" 
And Michael Fassbender's like, the fuck? Uh, <laughs> you failed to mention that part of your darkness, bitch. And then they have a fight, and like, they're fighting over the control of a helicopter. Yeah. And the helicopter is about a meter off the ground. The pilot stays in the helicopter. Oh, nice. For some reason. Nice. I don't know why. That, that, that's called commitment, dude. He was like, <laughs> I can clock in for some extra hours here. Like, <laughs> I'm in a life or death struggle between two fucked up mutants. I'm claiming. <laughs> and like, the, that's probably my only respectable point in that movie. Everything else is garbage. Um, but Michael Fassbender like, is winning that fight. The helicopter is made of metal and she has telekinesis. Fair. They are fighting. And he is putting way more effort in, but he wins. Nice. He's winning. Good, good. <laughs> like, if she wants too easily, I'm like, oh, I, I, no faith in this movie. And then I was right to have no faith in this oh, movie. Oh, fair. Okay. But, yeah. I, yeah. Sure. Apocalypse. Everyone levels up, right? Yeah. Everyone levels up, and then in Dark Phoenix, no one does anything. Their powers are so lame. Really? They have like three fights in the entire movie yeah the only interesting fight is at the end where they're on a train in a confined space and Magneto essentially just like <laughs> it's nice. metal <laughs> what I'm hearing is as per usual the weight of these movies was on Michael Fassbender <laughs> <laughs> it was and then there's this really creepy scene where, they, where Gene forces James McAvoy to walk upstairs using his telekinesis and for some reason it hurts him Okay. And he has like these weird, like wonky legs. Oh, nice. Okay. Right? Which is strange for her to do it like that, when she could just like lift him up the whole way. Sure. But also, she's got so much control over the telekinesis in all the other scenes, it would be weird that she would struggle with a pair of human legs. Oh, wait, is she like floating him and his legs are like knocking against the stairs? No, she's trying to force the legs to climb the stairs. Why? Because it's some sort of weird power trip move. I don't know. That's... <laughs> what the fuck it's is Dark Phoenix? It's the weirdest scene. It's so unnecessary. It's okay. just uncomfortable. You're making everyone... Like... Like, it's like a weird... Okay. Very weird, unsettling scene. <laughs> fair enough. To also, be fair, if you want to talk about weird, unsettling scenes... Deadpool's mouth so shut in X-Men Origins. Dude, like... <laughs> how much time can we actually devote... To this, because if we're talking about Fox making cut choices, to be fair, we've got a whole podcast with them. The Merc with a mouth. Yeah. It's in the title. That's fair. Um, that is yeah up there as one of the shittiest choices I've ever. What? It is so practical. Like, you know what the worst part is? Swords in his arms. Yeah. Okay. That Where makes. Where they come from? Well, how come he can bend his elbow? But there's a sword in there. No, do you know what the real thing was? Okay, Striker was sitting there and he was like, shit, Wolverine is so cool, right? He's like, hey, Wolverine is so cool, how can we make this guy as cool? They're like, I've got it. We'll put his swords in his wrists like Wolverine. It'll be genius. Full-length katanas. You, you cannot tell me that is practical in any way. Surely, you apply a little bit of force to one side of that katana and that hand is trashed. Fair, actually. But, yeah, I, I, don't know, I don't know why they couldn't have just been like, yeah, we gave him Wolverine's healing. Like, why wasn't that enough of a threat? Like... <laughs> why could he teleport and use laser beams? See, I would have been okay with the teleporting thing, 
Like, that would have been... teleport too. Deadpool has the teleportation device. Yeah. But if you're going to... Exactly. Like, Spider-Man it, fine. Exactly. Sure. Exactly, which is why, like, the teleporting was fine. I Like, that to me was also... That was, like, Will I Am's character, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and that was his whole thing, so that goes along to me with the whole, like, giving him mutant powers. Oh, his dancing but Who, Will I Am or yeah, Deadpool? Yeah. Oh, just fair enough. Just like oh, yeah. Spine. Oh, yeah. That, that was old. That was, that was pretty hectic. But giving Deadpool uh, Cyclops' powers <laughs> was dumb. <laughs> giving him adamantium. I assume they were adamantium swords. I hope they weren't just his swords. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be so lame. Can you also, if they were, they surely had to be adamantium because he was fighting Wolverine. That's fair. That's Wolverine has been breaking blades since since early days. And he even has that whole scene where he breaks the ladder with Gambit. Yeah. I actually I thought Gambit was pretty cool in X Men Origins. Yeah, it's our first like look at Gambit. I think they did a fairly good job of it. Yeah. Again, I think X Men Origins is pretty decent until the first <laughs> until the last third. Yeah. Because again, that opening sequence, dude, with him and Sabretooth just fighting through every like major like conflict, excellent, is phenomenal. The scene where they fight and um, Sabretooth breaks his bone claws. Oh, the bar fight, gut wrenching. That's really good. Yeah. To see Wolverine lose, like we've never seen him properly lose before. He gets like manhandled by um, Magneto. Sure, but we've never seen him get his ass whooped out of sheer like uh, in like a, in a straight up fight, which yeah. is this was essentially. And I think that's where they dropped the ball. You mentioned it earlier, where it was like the finale should have just been him beating Sabretooth. It yeah. would have been really good. You could you could hint well, at yeah, Deadpool even losing to Sabretooth and having to live his life with that until we get to X Men. Fair, fair. That actually would be pretty cool. Um, I will say I didn't like the bullet to the head. Thing. That made sense to me. They needed to take his memory away somehow. And how else would you do that? Like, okay, I've got two options. Okay. Because I think that bullet to the head is so... St- because, okay, you know what gets me? You know what gets me? They, they give Striker the gun, alright? With the adamantium bullets, right? Yeah. And they're like, will this kill him? And he straight up turns to the scientist. And he's like... His brain may heal, but his memories won't. That's... What? That's true. I'm pretty sure if you damage someone's brain, their memories don't come back. No, okay, sure. That's like the premise of, of um, every, um, what's it when you temporary... Amnesia? Amnesia arc in everything. They get knocked okay. on the head and then they lose a sticky. Okay, sure, but hear me out, all right? <laughs> when is Wolverine known to get like blood force trauma? Because <laughs> like not like I don't know. It, the bullet to the head thing just feels so stupid. Where he's like I'm his memories sure. can't heal back. I like. I'm not even sure the bullet went straight through. Surely it doesn't hit the. No, it's yeah. It's didn't... theoretically it's lodged in. I think. What? I don't know if that's on the. I don't know about that. The though. x-rays, they do do x-rays in the first one. So I was going to say, I was going to say, I don't know if that's in the x-rays though, or if it shows them like being popped out. Because remember, he does that in number two. Yeah, it falls out of his face. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I might have done something like that. But that one just sort of hits the adamantium plate in his head and then... That's true. Uh, but the skin still forces it out. Yeah. So you could argue that like if it... Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. His body does spit out bullets. Yeah. 
but okay so here's the two ways i would have done the memory wipe thing one you make it like the comics and they even had a deleted scene where the weapon x program wipes his mind that would have been fine literally so because there's even that whole i think the deleted scene it comes in like the third act where he's in that facility yeah that final facility and he makes the conscious choice to have his memories erased um wait they they do that in um uh apocalypse don't do they? they no 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 that they show feral wolverine yes yeah but in that, the government had been messing with his mind. Yeah. And then Jean Grey gives him a little bit of his memory back. A little bit. So they already had that ability to wipe his brain like that for the Weapon X project. Yeah. Which is what I'm saying. Which is why I'm saying they should have done it themselves like they said they were going to. Or you, what you do is you have Stryker tagged around with by like a chick or whatever 24-7, right? And then in the finale, you reveal she's a telepath, right? And all she does, as Wolverine tries to attack him, she just, like, mind-wipes him, basically, yeah. to stop him. And that's all, that's it. I just realized now they retconned X-Men Origins Wolverine in Apocalypse. Yeah. With the, with the way Striker gets hold of him. Yeah. And then they no, that's from Days of Future Past, Days, remember? Yeah, okay. And then they end up mind-wiping him anyway until he meets Jean Grey in the tunnel when he escapes. Yeah. Which so, is real. yeah. So the bullet in the head actually never even happened. Depending on which timeline <laughs> you take, yes. Ah, uh, uh, no, X-Men. Dude, X-Men's timeline is so fucked. Like, honestly. I wish Juggernaut was cooler. To be fair, he's pretty cool in Deadpool too. He is excellent in Deadpool, dude. That, that's the Juggernaut. That other dude was... Oh, from The Last Stand. I, I still fuck... That line is hilarious. Oh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Like, <laughs> why? What is going on? <laughs> uh, I didn't like that little bald boy. No, but again, Last Stand, I wasn't a fan of in general. I think Angel was fine. Um, it was cool to see... But Angel had been funny. all over the place throughout the X-Men thing. Angel was so much better in Apocalypse. I wasn't a fan, though. He, I thought the actor was a lot better. He had like that weird clawy thing at the end of his wings. Which yeah, he got the metal wings. Which were... I thought it was so unnecessary for the metal wings. His first set of wings were perfect and they were beautiful and they were so nice. Yeah, but that, but my problem is the whole the, the whole thing in the comics. Yeah, right? yeah, the whole thing in the comics is that he gets turned into Archangel by Apocalypse yeah. after he loses his wings to anti-mutant protesters. Uh, like that's the whole thing make him an asshole who then because didn't they get damaged in the fight with Nightcrawler is um, that how it happened against the yes against, yeah, against, against the, the like electric yeah, yeah. fencing his wings got all fucked up yeah, yeah. like that was fine that was a pretty gnarly scene and then seeing him like drunk afterwards and all yeah. that was fine but also Apocalypse's horseman didn't make a lot of sense no, he like, doesn't make very strong mutants at all. Angel makes sense, comic books. That's that's fine. Yeah. Sure. He's a um, so I heard um, Nightwing and Angel were Nightwing. always destined to yeah. Night oh for fuck's sake, Nightcrawler. Nah, no, yeah, Nightwing's DC, my dude. Oh sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, Nightcrawler and Angel were always destined to fight because they are descendants of like actual angel and actual demon when mutants were first coming about, so their ancestors have been fighting for ages. Oh, wow. 
Yeah. Okay. That was a pretty cool like little thing there that they were always dancing to fight and they have this like actual ancestral urge to fight each other. To be fair though, um, that's not really a thing in the movies because in the comics, um, Nightcrawler's demon daddy is Azazel, yep. who was in First Class and apparently murdered between the time it took to get to First Class and Days of Future Past. Along with also, a shitload of mutants, might I add. supposed to be Mystique's son, too. Yeah, as well. Which she is... goes and meets him and everything. That was so strange. Just yeah. tell him, I'm, I'm your man. <laughs> oh, why does, why does... Why did it take so long for uh, Quicksilver and Michael Fassbender to chat about being family? Did they chat about being family? In Dark Phoenix, eventually they did. In Dark Phoenix? Goodness. Because, like, remember his family dies, right? And Michael Fassbender, yeah. yeah. And in Apocalypse, he's like, I have nothing left. Like, he could have stopped that immediately. Quicksilver being like, I'm your son, and I have a little sister. Love us. Love there, us. No, We're still here for you. There's even that, um, that scene, isn't there, where he's, like, rebuilding the X-Mansion, and yeah. Quicksilver's standing watching him, and they're like, oh, you're going to tell him? And he's like, nah, I'll leave it for the sequel. <laughs> like... <laughs> Unnecessary. Just... Do it. Just you. Sh- they could have done it in day in first class. Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. You are all over the place today. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Goodness, what you is happening? You know what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, okay, on the topic of Quicksilver, they have to keep taking him out, otherwise he'd make those movies so quick. Yeah, his knees. <laughs> his knees <laughs> must be fucked. They just get broken every <laughs> single time. This poor guy is solving all the X-Men's problems. They teleport him into space, and he duct tapes a spaceship together. Fair. Like a wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Did you just say he duct taped a spaceship? That's... Back together. That's, that's what you heard from me. After he got teleported so, into so. space. They go up into space yeah. in the X-Jet. Sure. Against the wishes of Hank. Hank sure. says, this wasn't, we're not meant to go to space, just solo. Yeah, like, fair. This thing is attacked. You see, like, the the Phoenix Force, like, moving towards them, right? Yeah. They have to go and now save. Is this Hulk. when Gene first gets hit by the Phoenix Force? Um, yeah. Right, yeah. Why? So who who are they saving? They're saving, um, astronauts. They could have left them. Right. So, <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. he, doesn't, he doesn't duct tape the spaceship itself. He duct tapes a space suit for the for like Nightcrawler and Gene to go into the other ship and go save these astronauts. Right. Dark Phoenix sounds wild. It like it, it's Dark Phoenix sounds so wild. How did they think any of this would work? It's like I don't understand. It's Jeez. really bad. Okay. Okay. Question for you then. Uh, MCU Quicksilver or Fox's Quicksilver? Fox's Quicksilver? Let's, let's not play games. <laughs> Could not, can't hold a candle to Fox's Fair. Quicksilver. He ends up being so good that the two scenes of him, I'd watch a full-length movie of just him running in slow motion, doing stuff. Fair. It is Fair. so cool. Did, um, I'd argue though that's the only thing his character's got going for him though. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, it was so entertaining. That's fair though. It was really the entertaining. The Future Past scene, the Apocalypse scene, like they're. I think the Days of Future Past scene is still the best out of all of them. In the kitchen, yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, the kitchen with um, yeah, yeah. Professor X and all that. That's really good. 
Um, we haven't spoken about Logan, just FYI. Because it's perfect. We can, we don't, do Logan we is talk about it? <laughs> I would say the only thing I'd have wanted out of Logan, because this is a rumour I heard while they were making it, that they were, they were getting... Um, what's his name? Lev Schreiber, who played oh, Sabretooth. So yeah. yeah, there was apparently a portion in the script that was supposed to be Wolverine going to meet Sabretooth. And that is the only thing I would say that gets left on the floor. I would have dug to see like old man Sabretooth. And you act like actively acknowledge origins yeah. because they, they acknowledge that weirdly enough in Days of Future Past. For those of you who don't realize, there's a, that, like the scene where Wolverine like collapses after Magneto shoots the gun and bends the bullet after yeah. Mystique, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, he has like a whole bunch of memory flashes. And one of the memory flashes he has is Sabretooth breaking his claws. Yeah. So, like, I think they should have just, con- like, gone in and in Logan. Although, to be fair, where would you put it? That is another thing, because you don't really want you know to what? take away from the movie. You know what? Make the casino they go to owned by Sabretooth. So, it just means there's, like, a three-minute scene beforehand where um, Hugh Jackman has to talk to their tribe and be like, just give me a hotel room. Stop being a jackass. Just, like, just just do it. How cool would it Because his... his healing factor is not as good as um, Logan's. Yeah, at so, least, yeah. Like, there, there could have been a really cool scene where he's dead. Yeah, as well, actually. I, I think I would have preferred that, like, um, Wolverine acknowledging Sabretooth's death and saying something like, yeah, we didn't actually get to see who won that fight, but whatever. It's cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Fair. You know, it could have actually, when he's taking that chicky that woman who's hired him as a limo, limo yeah, drive yeah, to the yeah. funeral, you could have him drink by the tree and then like walk over and you see like a little grave he made for Sabretooth or yeah, something. Which could have been sick. really sick as well yeah. if you couldn't get Lev Schreiber in to do it. X-23, beautiful. It's really well done. That, that child, yeah. um, the child actress, I can't remember her name now for the life of me, but I think it's Daphne Keene or something. She is incredible. She was really good in that movie. My goodness. Excellent, excellent work. Patrick Stewart, heartbreaking Xavier death. Oh. Heart. Oh. Like, that was a proper gut punch. Loved it. <laughs> I love the pain. <laughs> I can't believe that they actually did the, um, did his clone as well. Yeah. That was, like, that was an impressive route to take. right? Yeah. I really appreciated it. Um... And I, yeah, I think it's really cool that they explained why he his healing factor wasn't working. For the really people cool. who don't know. Oh right, for the people. Who, sorry, he was pointing at me, guys. I thought he was going to take the baton there. For the people who don't know, basically, um, so it's explained in that little monologue the villain has yeah. when he's talking to Hugh Jackman. He's basically like, "Yeah, we put mutant suppressors in all the cords that new mutants wouldn't be grown." Basically, what ended up happening was that is why Wolverine's healing factor got weakened to the point where the adamantium poisoning started to take effect at which point his whole healing factor became like devoted to staving that off which i think is a really sick way of being like because theoretically logan set like a few years after that flash forward in days of future past where he like wakes up yeah so i think that's a really cool way of like finishing the x-men universe yeah Although, real question, where do you think Deadpool fits in? <laughs> because Deadpool 2, he plays with the, like, James McAvoy, the young X-Men cast. Yeah. So, like, but he's always going on about Hugh Jackman and Wolverine, which I suppose is universal to both casts. But, like, 
X-Men, like, uh, Hugh Jackman would still be around when uh, those guys are young. I mean, he was yeah. like 40. Uh, that's why I was saying, yeah, yeah, Hugh Jackman Wolverine is universal. Like, he would be around. And I want did. a cameo for Marvel, if I'm honest. I know they, they, like, they need to recast Wolverine. I think it has yeah. to happen. But you don't do it without getting Hugh Jackman A, approved. To say something like, fuck you, Bob. Like, <laughs> you get some, like, even you... What I would do if I was Marvel. You look skinny. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> You're a bit short, you know. <laughs> but like, um, what I would do if I was Marvel is have it when one of the movies you've introduced the X Men, you've had some time to get used to the X Men, you introduce Wolverine and all that, and then you basically take them like dimension hopping or whatever, and you briefly stop off in the period in Logan, where he's just like a limo driver. Because then he doesn't have to put on the claws. He doesn't necessarily have to be super jacked. You can just put him yeah. in the, like, tux. You can give him that old man style look. And you just have him be like, you guys are doing something crazy, aren't you? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, fuck off. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> I don't want to see you. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Slow pull of the middle claw. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> exactly. And you just do like something small where he doesn't have to be super involved, but it's just like a two minute scene where it's like, Get out. <laughs> and you just see gruff old man Logan, you Jackman. I think that would be perfect. Because, yeah. I'm not sure the, the MCU is ready for an F bomb. <laughs> well, they're getting Deadpool. They better be. Oh, fair enough. Apparently, um, Tony Stark was supposed to say, You're fucked now when he snapped. <laughs> that was the original, like, you're fucked, and that would be like the oh, first really? F bomb and everything. That would, okay, that would have been pretty cool as well. But then you can't talk. Iron that, <laughs> that is a hell of a you know that was a last minute one yeah well. that's mad dude to be fair though, that is being like oh we can't not because <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah the film that started all and the line that finished that film ended all like <laughs> i love it it's beautiful it's stunning oh. well i don't think we got into the end of end game um on our mcu podcast <sighs> That's fair. There is a lot of maybe we should just give like Endgame and maybe like Guardians, maybe all the ones we left out, just like their own separate episodes. Because <laughs> we should be talking about X Men right now. Uh, fair enough. Okay, well, back to Dark Phoenix. That movie is trash. Fair. Um, okay, well let's look positively. How do you think MCU is gonna integrate the X Men? Uh, multiverse of Madness, One Division, um, causing havoc there. You reckon? Yeah. Who do you uh, think is going to be the starting lineup? And do you think we're going to see Xavier in the way, like, because not to be funny, but I can see Marvel being like, we've had a lot of Xavier and these mutants, you know, and then therefore, like, can you imagine Jubilee getting on the X Men team? Oh, yeah. She was actually in the Apocalypse, yeah. Yeah. But again, like everything, she was also in the first X Men movie. From the 2000s. Oh, snap. She's literally like a seat behind Rogue. Goodness. <laughs> so goodness. she's been a student for decades. <laughs> that shows how shit Jubilee is. <laughs> like, did you know in the comics, she's a vampire at the moment? Uh, no. <laughs> it's because she's not interesting as a mutant. There you go, that's Oh, I don't know. If there are actual Jubilee fans out there, I'm sorry, but she's boring. <laughs> I, I thought um, that... Messing with the reality stone, snapping twice, would have done something to everyone around the, the universe. That would be pretty cool. 
Um, I could also, see, I could also very definitely see them being like, what do you mean, mutants have always been here, kind of thing. Yeah, but they didn't even, like, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver aren't even proper mutants. No, that's true. And that's why I think something's going to get wrecked on that side. Um, because they, you know they're going to want that Magneto connection. It's yeah. like the only thing Scarlet Witch really has going for her. <laughs> Having said that, I'm still keen for division. <laughs> I really want to see how that madness, I think if they mess around too much, they'll, they'll change something and they'll be kind of cool. But also, Ant-Man and the Wasp are about to do some quantum stuff. Fair. Um, very fair, actually. Who do you think is going to be the lineup, though? There's no way they're going to put Wolverine in the first movie. Um, I would... They you know, actually, you have have created this thing where they take the lesser known people and they make them awesome. That's I why I'm so like worried about seeing Jubilee though. <laughs> they did Batroc justice. They did, I remember Batroc. Yeah. Uh, He's coming back Vulture, in Winter Soldier and so Winter Soldier and Falcon. Good, well deserved. He's an excellent villain. They did um, like, despite the fact that Baron Zemo is actually quite a hectic cap villain. I never expected them to do that because he's supposed to be like an older person who was around during... Oh yeah, the 40, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair. So I think they did a really good job of that. So, what are some lesser known X-Men? Please not Blob. Uh, please. <laughs> to be fair, they already did the Blob. Yes, I mean, he was so gross. He <laughs> was so disgusting. Fair. <laughs> uh, I... <sighs> See, my, my problem is though with the X-Men, Cyclops and like... Cyclops, Jean Grey, like Wolverine, yeah. those are really like your ten poles of the X-Men, like Storm, etc., etc. I mean, they did this with First Class. They took the lesser-known um, X-Men already, the lesser-known mutants, and they made them awesome in First Class. That's fair. So I feel like they're going to try and do something similar, or they're just going to... Show you how it should be done with the OGs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Fair enough. But like, where did they start? Did they start at Origins? Do they jump in? Is it going to be, like, here is my, my worry, is that they try and make a breakfast club. Oh, uh, breakfast club, like, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they did with Power Rangers, which is not a bad film. I actually really enjoyed it. But I like, enjoyed Power Rangers, but it has a lot of flaws. Of, there's too many movies where people are origining... In detention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, I, like, there, there's a benefit to starting off a cast young. Yeah. But then you, like, also just have in mind... To be fair, though, I'll be honest. I've never been a big fan of mutants in the comics. And that's because, not to be funny, but it's really weird in the comics, nobody likes the mutants. Why? <laughs> like, they're perfectly fine with the Avengers. <laughs> they're perfectly fine with, like, everyone else. But they're like, you're a mutant. No. Like... And again, I guess, like, the, the allegories you can make and all that to, like, subjugation and all that type of stuff. But, like, it's weird that <laughs> realistically... It's have Spider-Man, people are still racist towards mutants. Exactly! It's so strange. Although, to be fair, one of my favorite things from Spider-Man in the comics is, like, every time the Sentinels come, they, like, target Spider-Man. And Spider-Man's like, please, I'm not a mutant. And the, mutant, <laughs> and the X-Men always... I, it's, like, a, it's also a thing in Ultimate Comics where the mutants are like, what do you mean you're not a mutant? Why do you keep saying that every time the Sentinels come? He's like, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and they're trying to kill me because they think I am. They're like, do you have a problem with mutants? He's like, well, no, but they're killing me. <laughs> like, it's great. I, uh, I love the fact that Spider-Man always has issues with Sentinels. 
It's the same with Deadpool, actually. Yeah, Deadpool also classified as a like mutant, but he's a mutation because he started off human. Oh, fair enough. He was given. Yeah, he was yeah. given all the powers and all that. Um, but yeah, I just find that shit hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I'm so excited for Spider-Man and Deadpool together. I'm really keen, but my thing is, I'd really like to see a proper R-rated Ryan Reynolds with Tom Holland's Spider-Man, because that would just be, that would give you the proper, just like, because Spider-Man would still be PG-13 because he's Spider-Man. Yeah. And that's the best part about it. I don't think you could say that, man. The studio gave me permission. <laughs> like, Who's he talking to? <laughs> like, literally, it would be awesome. <laughs> but that's the thing, like, Ryan Reynolds, like, Ryan Reynolds in Origins was pretty good <laughs> as Deadpool. I felt really bad for him. I found out that um, he had to write all his own lines and stuff. To yeah, but that's, that's because that movie was all over the place. Yeah. They, like, there's a lot of the cast and stuff have talked about how they were getting like the script pages on the day and being like, oh, okay, okay, and they would be like, yeah, yeah, but we'll see and how this goes. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Um, but also, he did so much good work on his own Deadpool movies. Yeah. No, he did a phenomenal job as Deadpool. Uh, I think he fully deserves to and continue he being that Deadpool himself. Literally, because you deserve because he's excellent. But that's the thing. Since Origins, he yeah. was like, I, I am Deadpool. I want to be Deadpool. Let's get this rolling. And like, who, who would replace him genuinely? Yeah. To be fair, though, I have heard a lot of people being like, to be like, um, you could just get a voice to do it. In terms of like, get someone like you could get almost a no-name because Deadpool is one of the characters who spends most of the time with the mask on. Yeah. So uh, I think the benefit is that Ryan Reynolds has excellent comedic timing and improvisation skills. Yeah. But theoretically, you could, I think, you you could get somebody to voice Deadpool well enough, but like, I don't think you're going to have the same comedic effect that Ryan Reynolds yeah. just has with his character. Having said that, I do think he gets typecast now into just doing Deadpool yes. in every movie, which is unfortunate. Is exactly that. Fair. Um, which is unfortunate because I think he's a good actor. Yeah. But yeah. In life, they killed him off way too soon. I thought he was he was really good in life. Fair. Okay. Um, one of the scenes that I really hate that they cut from the Deadpool two yeah. is when he is deflecting the bullets with Cable. Yeah. Right, and I think the original line was something like. So this is what 40 feels like. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that is hilarious, because yes, you are getting old, and it's been a long time since Origins. And then he ended up saying, um, your bullets are really fast. And I was like, the, the old line was better. Fair, fair. What, that wasn't the, the rest of that joke, though, the fact that you then, like, the camera pans, and you just see he's been, like, shot completely. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I, yeah, I think the old line would have really suited that. <laughs> Well, we can talk about Deadpool now because he is part of the X-Men. No, well, he's always been part of the X-Men, but... Kind of. Uh, that's a long one, but yeah. He's not part of the, their movies necessarily, but we see, it, like, the cameos from, from the younger cast. That's true. Uh, I did enjoy their Colossus over the original one. Yes. Because he was huge in Deadpool. And he was much better. He was much better. you got to give them their he props there. so much better, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 definitely. Uh, but I think De Deadpool 1 was a really, really good movie. Uh, I enjoyed Deadpool 2, but I don't think it was as good. Yeah. Um, there were some, some scenes in there. Oh, yeah, um, hundreds. Excellent. But I do think Deadpool 1, difficult to top that. Yeah. 
Um, I, I think that's just a general thing when movies break the mold. How do you top that? I think it's the same thing Guardians encountered, where a lot of people yeah. don't rate the second one as highly as the first. But it's like, well, Guardians 1 sure did something different, but I think Guardians 2 built on it really well. And I think Deadpool's in a similar situation where Deadpool 2 maybe wasn't as good, but it did expand everything in a yep. decent enough way going I forward. Think, um, I enjoyed the Brad Pitt cameo just by the way. <laughs> uh, that is fantastic, yeah. Um, I don't think... They talked about this in Deadpool 2, that there's no need for a, another sequel. Mm. We've already done it. We've already made yeah. this the best it can possibly be. Where would you take this? To Marvel. <laughs> That's the answer, to Marvel. <laughs> now you can do it for the mouse. <laughs> like, oh, Disney. Disney, oh, dude. <laughs> Uh, better than Fox. Better than Fox. Sure. Well, technically, same thing now. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> no, I mean, we're getting, like, Fantastic Four's coming home. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm pretty keen for that. I want to see where that goes. Same. Absolutely. I really want to see, if I'm honest, I just want to see the interactions between Spider-Man and the Human Torch. Because I think, the, like, those in the comics are always some of the best shit ever. <laughs> it's just so fantastic. They're going to be such cool friends. Yeah. Please. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, I think that pretty much does it for the X-Men. Yeah. Um, any last words you want to add? Um, Dark Phoenix, Dark Phoenix is shit. <laughs> you really drive my point home, I approve. They, they wasted the mutants. I don't know where their budget went, but they don't use their powers. Do, you know what? We, I, I feel like it's pretty appropriate, all right? It's apt, even. We forgot about the New Mutants. <laughs> did you watch it? No. I didn't. <laughs> Apparently it did very bad. We can watch it after this. Sure. Uh, I heard it did pretty poorly, though. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I also heard that it wasn't <laughs> that great. I, I like the cops. The cops look really good. But then... Uh, yeah. Again, I haven't seen it, so... I also but thought I it think was going to be a series. I thought, it was gonna, I thought it was supposed to be a series. I would have enjoyed it more as a series because you would have developed it better. Fair, but, fair. You know. um, to be fair, there are also so many X-Men series that we just didn't speak about. But remember, do you remember they tried to boost all that stuff like The Gifted, I think it was? Is that X-Men related? Yeah, dude, that has uh, Magneto's daughter, what's her name, with the green hair? Uh, Polaris. Yeah, um... That, yeah, that was supposed to... I think, theoretically, it was also supposed to fit into the Fox timeline somewhere. Totally you. There was Legion, which was, theoretically, Professor X's son, but, like, I don't think they ever said that in the show, so it was, like... Marvel does not make very good television series. I will counter with Daredevil on season one of Jessica Jones okay, season one okay. of Luke Cage. I, I made the mistake. <laughs> um, they don't make very good MCU-related... Like... It's fair. Like, Although, having said that, movie. wait till Spider-Man 3 and if Charlie Cox is in it, what you got there? Yeah. Okay. My, my point is, um, for things like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., mm. The Inhumans, those... Don't ever bring The Inhumans up in my presence. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that. That is just disrespectful. Like, I'll, I'll, like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started off really cool, and I really wish that they kept... To their CGI budget allowance. Fair. I heard they did Ghost Rider for one episode, and everyone was like, it is amazing, and then Ghost they never did it so again. so good. <laughs> that, that was going to get to that. Like, <laughs> the only time that um, 
since season one that I've really enjoyed watching any sort of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. I didn't give a shit about the storyline. I literally just keep watching the Ghost Rider scenes nice. on YouTube because they are dope as hell. Nice. I literally dressed as him for... Halloween. I remember. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I will agree. Uh, a lot of the TV stuff has been a bit lacking, although I enjoyed Legion um, on the X-Men side. You didn't watch it. No. <laughs> ah, fair yeah, enough. No, it was but see, that's the thing also. Like, a lot of these, a lot of these stuff, like the New Mutants suffered from marketing issues and all that type of mm. thing. So, like, a lot of stuff, especially once Disney purchased Fox, everyone was like, well, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I wish they would do Ghost Rider again. Oh, yeah. That'd be, but they've done him now in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I wish they would do him again better with Johnny Blaze. <laughs> Fair. I would dig. Can you imagine Nicolas Cage as Johnny Cage? Yes. That, or Johnny he Blaze. Was not bad. He, he was not bad. He was not bad. Okay, we but can have a whole Ghost Rider episode because there's a lot to unpack with those two movies. That okay? second movie, like straight to DVD. I don't like. It came out. No, I didn't even realize there was a sequel. I got a pirated copy on a DVD, filmed like in cinema. <laughs> Nice. What cinema was it at? <laughs> Let's be real. Where, where, where did you find a cinema that would play that? I think I saw it in cinema. Once. <laughs> uh, like, there were some really cool scenes, but overall, it's a cast of nobodies. Except for Idris Elba, for some reason, got into that movie. Oh, you Spirit of Vengeance now, yeah. sorry. Fair enough. Well, and they didn't yeah. follow up properly. Like, well, that's the thing, they retconned the first movie. They didn't retcon completely. Like they no, but they, but they, but even the deal that he makes, they do it wrong. Well, that's what I'm saying. They, they retcon. Literally, the only thing that was consistent was Nick Cage's craziness. Like, like I wish they would do it again because Ghost Rider's a flipping cool character. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I think Ghost Rider has some really cool stories out there yeah. that could be done really well, especially an R-rated MCU dude. Yes. Like, I think that would be, especially if you hooked him up with, like, the the Daredevil, like, that type of, e like, oh. can you, you know? If they did a series, like, the way that Netflix did Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. But then that's what I'm saying, like, that gritty, like, Ghost yeah. Rider running through the country or something, just like... Not Iron Fist. Not Iron Fist. They are, Iron, you know what the worst part is? The cast of Iron Fist wasn't even that bad. It was just... They, I don't think they had anywhere near as much time as anything else no, that they'd they put. They should have taken their time. They should have, but they were trying to rush through the Defenders. Love that they did the OG suit thing for Iron Fist Season 2, though. That was oh, really? Yeah. I didn't watch Season 2. I watched parts of it. Was it better than Season 1? Everyone gets an Iron Fist. That's the, that's the premise of Season 2. Everyone gets an Iron Fist. Everybody gets Iron Fist. <laughs> wow. Okay. Fucking ridiculous. Ah. Uh, so... Yeah, that was a bit unfortunate for my interest. Fair enough. Um, if Ghost Rider's a Netflix series, I'd definitely watch that. Fair. Fair. That would be pretty just. Um, well, seeing as how we finished on Ghost Rider, I think that can bring an end to our talk <laughs> on the Fox X-Men. Yeah, I've been Ewan. I've been Ryan. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, yeah. Signing out. <laughs>